Okay, but as it's Hashem, we would like to a little bit get an understanding of what we're doing in the Haggadah. And it's something we do every year. And obviously, just to reshare them itself, you could spend your entire life learning the Haggadah. And we're going to base off mainly off the Rishonim. Here and there we'll sprinkle in some Akrenim. And my plan is to go through the Haggadah. Obviously we're not going to get through the Haggadah this year. Hopefully we'll get through Halach Ma'anya and Manashtana this year. That's the, that would be a success. Just Pashib Shat and Rishonim. With a couple of Ha'aras here and there that we can take home for thought. First we have to explain what does this mean Haggadah. What's the translation of the word Haggadah? So it's Machoiki from the Rishayim. The Kolbay writes, the word Haggadah is simply from the word Vigadet Alevimcha. Very simple. Haggadah is in Lashem Vigadet Alevimcha. Ba'avruzeh. That's how the Kolbay explains it. And the Abujraham explains Haggadah is from the word of Mikra Bikurim, where he says, Vigadeti Hayoim Hashem Lekech Akivasi Al-Ares. Because our Haggadah Shal Pesach is based off of the Psukim of Mikra Bikurim, so it's from Vigadeti Hayoim. So really, you would ask me, what's the difference? Vigadet Alevimcha. And he got it, I both mean the same thing, but the truth of the matter is, if you learn the Mepharshim, it's a totally different translation. Because if you look at the Targum, in Vegad Salavimcha, the Targum translates it, And you should show your children. Sechave means to show. So Vegad Salavimcha would mean to show your children. And that would fit very well with the Lush and the Rambam, where the Rambam, he explains what Dagosha Pesach is. He says, you should point to the Shifcha in your family that you have in those days that shifchas and avad you should point and say we used to be that so sechave v'yigadatah means you should show we should actually show it today you can't do that because there's no showing but apparently the, the, the Ramam learns also that there has to be a din of showing what, what we used to be and that's the Russian v'yigadati the translation of the of the of the Targum of sechave l'vrach but in Parshish Kisabah if you look at the Targum the Targum translates v'yigadati ayoyim says shavachas yoyimadein you should praise. So Machlekes for the Kolba and Abu Jaham is, is Haggadah, Miloshin, showing, you're showing your children, you're showing Chayrut, you're showing what Abdus was in the contrast, or is it praise? Simple types in the word Haggadah, Haggadah Shofesah, or we praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore, obviously the Haggadah is full of praises of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Dayenus and the, and the, the Shirish Shvacha that we say, so we're, actually we have to be able to both. So what we try to do in Agadah Sofesach is to bring out both Nekudahs. We bring out the Nekudah of where we were, and therefore also the praises of Agadah Baruch Hu, of what we've become and who we are today because of this Yisra time. If you look in the Gemara, in it also says, the Lashem, that's, that's probably the first place that we have this Lashem, it says, Agadah Vahelelio, Pesach night. Agadah is called Agadah, there it's spelled with an Aleph, the Lashem Agadah, we call Agadah Shashat, the, the things that draw you mm-hmm. in. It's it's Moshech the Lave, as we said, the Gemara learns Agada means. So also over here means also that the, the ready from the Amirur, they call it Agadato or Agada, which means it's something that draws you in. It's supposed to be Moshech the children in. It's supposed to draw them in by talking to them on their level. And obviously, that's one of the difficult balances when a person has many different ages in their family to try to talk to the 14-year-old at the same time be talking to the 3-year-old and not to lose one without, without the other one. But we'll try to explain it in a way that a person is able to understand it as well. In the Gemara, you don't find our Nusach Haggadah that we have. Um, like the Ramam says in the Russian, Nagu Yisrael B'zman Azeh. That's the Russian. The Haggadah that we have, it's Nagu Yisrael B'zman Azeh. Because in the Gemara, it's very, very shut the kisser. The Manashtana appears in the Messiah. There's no Halach Ma'anyo. 
is the Havadim Yinuba, not the whole thing, till the Ilulai Haiti. Then there's a Matzila Ibdavay Dezara. And then you have, even though you have the story of Elazar and Isaiah already from Mishnah in Mishnayis, but it's not part of the Haggadah of Pesach. And then you have a Machlekes Rav and Shmuel, if the Mitzvah of Sipri Yitzhak is Avadim Ayinu by Yitzhak is that the Mitzvah of Sipri Yitzhak We were slaves and we were taken out. Or do we have to even go back a little earlier, Mitzchilo Ha'ya'ibdavaydazara, we started out as Ibdavaydazara, which we have to translate if we're talking about us, so we're talking about the Avay, so we're talking about before the Avay, so that's the big Machlekes in the Rishayinim, which we'll leave when we get to that part of the Agadah. And the, the difference is between the two opinions, are we talking about and so very you say this in Shmuel. Are we talking about the physical bondage that we were in, and therefore the liberation of Ayinu, and we were slaves, and the Ebsha took us out. Very simple. We were slaves and we were taken out. Or are we talking at a much deeper level? There was this spiritual bondage that we were in. We were started out as people that were not educated, people that didn't even know of Hashem Echad, Echad, and we've become over the years, we were up to today, Say Baruch Hamakayim Baruchu Baruch Shemas Entirely Ami Yisrael that we're people today and we're Jewish people that have a Torah and mitzvahs and we have a Rebbeinu Shalom that we can point to us as Zechariah the Anveim. Then obviously also part of the Haggadah is also part of it. The Gemara brings it down already because that's as we'll get to also part of what we have to do. But obviously as we know in the Haggadah a lot of things have been added. Starting we're going to start from Halach Ma'anya. Starting from Halach Ma'anya already not in Chazal. But that's been added to Haggadah, and we'll discuss. And all these things have mekuris mesmachim from the Ga'inim and the Rishonim, and therefore it's kamat accepted by Klal across the board, the Nusach of Haggadah that we have nowadays. In fact, Haggadah Shal Pesach is the probably, the, not probably, for sure, the most printed safer in Jewish history. Um, I mean, yearly, it competes with any other safer. The, the amount of Haggadah that come out, and this was... Always like this, this started. Where our, our God comes from is mainly from the Mishnah of Rashi, mainly from Rashi and the Pardis of Rashi and the Machtavitri, which is a Talmud of Rashi slash Mechutna of Rashi. That's where most of our God comes from. That's at least the first Mekur that we have with clarity of what happened. Even though if you open up the Siddur of Amram Grain, the Siddur of Amram Grain already has it also, which is a, a, 150 years before Rashi, but with different nuances than what we have today. The Siddur of Saji Grain which is a hundred years before that, does not have it. Does not have that Gadot Pesach like we have it. If Aram Gvarin is much closer to the way we have it, by the time you get to Rashi, it's basically the way we have our Gadot today. So, that being said, the, the words of our Gadot, the Rebbe and the Rambam, even though the Rambam, when he writes down the Gadot, he doesn't have some of the parts that we have in it. Rebbe Brahman and the Rambam writes that, even though the Rambam doesn't bring it down, he says, I mean, made... And my father used to say, everything that the Ulam has in the Haggadah, even though the Rambam, the Rambam, the Yadachazaka doesn't bring it. Before my Rambam says, I was by the Seder of my father, and I'm telling you, the Rambam said everything. And that's basically the Haggadah that we have today. The way our Haggadah is set up is this 50 paragraphs in the Haggadah. 50 paragraphs. Halach Ma'anya, Manashtana, Vadamayinu. You go through it, it's 50 paragraphs. And um, the reason for that being is because there's 50 times the Tarak Joshua, where the Abishah talks about Yisrael Mitzrayim in different ways. So, to correspond to the 50 times in the Torah Association with the Yisrael they created 50 pra- paragraphs in the Haggadah Shofesah. Not only are the paragraphs Meduyik, but the amount of words in the Haggadah Shofesah, from Holach Ma'an Yitzhul Gal Yisrael, are also exact. There's 1,820 words. It's exactly the amount of times it says the Shem Avaya in the Chumash. It's exactly the, same, the, the amount of words 
that Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and the Shvatim said in the Chumash, the word 1820 is a big number, maybe one day we'll talk about all the things that are 1820, <coughs> which is fascinating, but there's literally 1820 words in the Agadah Shofayzah. And therefore, there's an Indian to say every one of the words, it's shame and also, and I know, I know that some people, the child says Manashtana, and they go on, okay, Avadah Mayinu, but the Tati, you didn't say Avadah, you didn't say Manashtana either. Those are words in the Agadah that you're supposed to mention, you say those words. You want you don't want to say it like well, that was a question. So mumble it with them, say it along with them. But those are words in that God that are meant to be said. It's not meant that the children should say it, and then it's, it's, you're over. And therefore, every word in that God is meduyik. It's exact, and in, in some places, not our places, I'm assuming, but in some places, they're not mafsek. They say from halach without saying a word for God at all, because it's shameless Hashem, and it's uh, that's not how we do it. We we talk, we elaborate, we explain, we do whatever we can to get involved, but. Just to know what we're doing by saying these words, it's big things, and these are these, these words have special powers, and we have to tap into that. In the Haggadah, the way we can set it up is, Avram Fried made a famous thing, something famous, so we'll go back to Avram Fried. It's the Tzfaris Yisrael. The Tzfaris Yisrael explains that if a person wants to investigate anything, anything in life, there's seven questions he has to be able to answer, and if he's able to answer those seven questions, he has a good understanding of the sugya, that's the thing at hand. Me, ma, now you know the song already. Lemi, esmi, mosai, ayay, ayay, eight, and lama. Let's translate that. Well, example, let's talk about picking up best, alright? You can do this with anything, you can talk about an investment. If you have seven, these seven questions answered, you have clarity on the sugya, on the noisa. And that's what the tries to call, and that Zagdama to say the kachim, he has a Hebrew called Chaymer Bakoydesh, where he goes through all the ideas you need for Kachim. For those that are learning Ayyukrit Sav, Shemini, over the next couple of weeks, you want to know, you want to have a good ideas of Kachim? You open up the Chaymer Bakoydesh from the first song, like Zomit, the first song, on Say the Kachim, and he goes through the Ma, right? There's always first, first, me, who, Ma, what, Limi, to who, Esmi, who's included, Masai, when, Aye, how, Eich, Aye is weird, um, a, how, and one man, why? If you know the answer to all those seven questions, you have a good understanding. So let's look. If you open up our Avedis of Pesach, you literally have those seven things. It's very pleasant. It's, it's amazing how it was set up. Let's go through it. First, the me. Who has to say? Who has to say, God So that's the first paragraph we do. Afilu klona chachamim, klona nevoinim, klona yoidim satayot, mitzalim l'safer. We say the me. Then, then we say the ma. What do you have to say? So, you have to say, the Mishnah of Lazar Azariah. What do you say? That the, um, yeah, what do you have to say? You have to say the the secret teacher of time that Kodesh Baruch Hu took us out. That that's the part of Lazar Azariah saying what you have to say. That's literally, you see it with time. Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. Then Limi, who do you say this to? Can I get Abba Bonim the There's four children. There's four types of children. There's the Chacham, the Rosh, the Tam, the Elisha. That's Limi. Masai. When do we say this? That's the next thing. What, what do we say? I say it when I have Matzah and Mara in front of me. That's Matzai. Aye, how do you say it? I'm sorry, where do you say it? So, I'm sorry. Matzai is when? That's Yochum Eretz Kedish. That's, we talk about Matzai. Aye, where do we say it? We say it where there's Rishashi Eish Matzah and Mara We say it where there's Matzah and Mara sitting in front of us. Eich, how do we say it? We know exactly what he says. You start out talking about the hardships and the bad, and then the sign of Shrach. We talk about with the sign um, about all the praises. And Lomo, right? Obviously Lomo. 
So the Lama, so we have the, all seven components in the Haggadah, we get to it, and then we get into the actual story, we talk about what, once we cover the seven things that we need to know, and we have to point this out, you know, to ourselves, or to our children, of who I'm saying it to, why am I saying, what am I saying, it, when am I saying it, how am I saying it, these are all details of having a clarity of the Tzitz Mitzrayim, you want to have clarity of the Tzitz Mitzrayim, so you need to have these seven answers. How's the negative? If it's easier, me, Mal, me, ask me, Masai, Aye, Eich, and Lomo. Very good. That does. Kisha Adam, Reisha, Bavara, Reino, Shimbabwe, Yafa. It doesn't say three times Yafa, Yafa. That's that part part of the negative. Okay. But we have to know that these are all additions for us to understand what we're doing in the Haggadah Sopesa. In the Hilgit Parish Shlomo, he explains in the sixth parasha, Matis Yachov, Mokim Kadesh. That a person has to eat matzah in a makum kodesh. So part of what we're doing is, we're trying to make a mak- what's a makum kodesh? Possibly you're talking about chatar awayid. But also the matzah has to be makum kodesh in a holy place. That's we put into a mouth that's holy. So what we do is we kaddish our mouth to talk to Torah for a couple of hours. We talk about Yitzhak Zayim. We talk about Gandhah Sabari. We talk about questions about HaKadosh Baruch Hu and ideas and understanding of things about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then we can come to Matzah Seyach Mokim Kodesh that our mouth is so Molikidusha talking about Gandhah Sabari. We're able to in, in, then absorb the matzah. So what we do is as follows. The child asks the questions. We're going to get back to Halach in a second. But the child asks the questions. So first we give him a very brief answer. About the medieval part of the time. Like, we, we don't get into any details. And because of then, we, we take a little bit of a break. We yaitza, we yaitza the mitzvah. About the medieval part of the time, on a very technical level, you yaitza, we were slaves, we were taken out, and it's not allowed to take us out, otherwise you would still be there. But, really, when we get into the crux of the answer, and that's where you have to make sure your kids are there, according to Shmuel, for sure, we have to go back, we start from the beginning. Child, my tire kin, let me tell you something very basic. You know who we used to be? You know what we used to be? We had a Zayda Terach, he was a bum. He was a Ebed Abed Zaro, Nachar. It wasn't good. You know what the world looked like when there was no very Olam. And then came along, the Rambam, beginning of Hukas Abed Zaro, Perak Aleph, Halacha Aleph, Beis and Gimel, where the Rambam goes through the history of the world, Kedai to open it up, whether it's before Pesach or Pesach Night by the Seder, open it up where the Rambam goes through the history of the world. How did it happen that we became Ebed Abed Zaro? What happened? And the Rambam really talks about it. People totally forgot what it means to Hashem. And he told us to your children. And then Avraham Avinu came along. He discovered Akkad Yisrochu. And he shared it with the world. And these are part of what we're doing. We're, we're saying, it's not just, oh, we went out in the time. We were in the time and we went out. We're talking about Amunah. We're, we're infusing our children with Amunah. This is supposed to carry them for the year. We fill them up with as much Amunah. Stuff them. Like the, like the Gemara says, like a cow. Stuff a cow. Stuff him up with Amunah Bashem. Who is Hashem? What does he want? Why did he make the world? What are we here for? What's, up? What's the plan? Well, was the world better off before? Without a world, is it better with the world? Is it better with a terror, without a terror? Talk about these things. And these are, as you go through the Haggadah, you find these Nikudas in the Haggadah, the, all the Dayenus, like all these things are things that we're supposed to learn from to bring out. The thing is set up as Kadishochat obviously part of it is because of in those days they didn't have Haggadah Sofesach, and it was just a good way to remember it, but obviously it took on a meaning of its own, and those things should be said also, these Sefer Shavayda says that you should enunciate them, you should say the Shlachat, that's what he says it also, you should say Kadesh, Urchat, a lot of people, by the time they get to Marer, they forget about it, or whatever, like they did Magid, even Rachsa, they'll remember, it's exciting, we're moving on to the next one. But Marer, Kareh, Shulchan, Urch, you say these words, you say these are words, how they learn, so these are all part of what needs to be said, and these are all getting our, our, ourselves and our mouths ready to be able to do the, the great Avayda, so nursa, so we're able to be nursa Um Let's 
let's start with the actual halach ma'anya. I'd like to hopefully at least get through a chunk of it tonight, and we'll continue with some Sunday halach ma'anya, and hopefully also get some anastana over here as well. So, as we pointed out, halach ma'anya doesn't say in the Gemara anywhere. This is from the Tukufus of the Ga'inim. The Ritzvah writes that that's the reason why it's taken out from Hashem Kaidish. It's not from the Gemara times. It's from the times of the Ga'inim, and they lived in Babel, and they spoke. Aramaic, so therefore it was written Aramaic. That's the part of the reason, um, the, the part that that's the common language that the people spoke over there. That's how the Ritzvah explains. Rashi in the Sefer Arpardus it says that since we want to say the words called so this is Rashi. This is not this, we're not talking about Kabbalah now. This is Rashi in Sefer Arpardus. He says since we're going to say the words called anybody that wants to come, you're inviting like the Mazikim to come also. So therefore we say it in Aramaic. This is Rashi says. If we say in Aramaic, they don't understand Aramaic. All these, all these things they don't understand Aramaic. Frekter Ekeach, the Rishonim. Frekter Ekeach, what are you talking about? It's Leil Shimurim. There's no Mazikim hanging out. It's like Kasha from the Ekeach on Rashi. It is. It's Leil Shimurim. We leave our doors unlocked. I mean, whatever, that's at least supposed to be. We leave your doors unlocked. You don't see Shema properly. So what, what, are, we, what are we worried about? Says the Ekeach. Where are they going to cool this? Says the Ekeach, because if you invite them, if they call this, whoever wants to come, then even though they're unemployed, but all of a sudden they're back on the employment line. So, so the Rakesh says, that's why we're showing them, Kabbalahim. But that's what we say in Aramaic, that even if we're saying called the Chriyesh of we're inviting everybody, but you should know, we're saying in Aramaic, those that don't understand Aramaic, you're not invited, not welcome, but the rest of you are welcome. So the Pasuk says, Shivas Yomim, Tarechom, Olaf Matris, Lechem Oini, Kipazri, Yotam, Eres, Mitzrayim, Pasuk and Parshat for 8. And Chazal, the Mora Darshan, from the word Lechem Oini, Whereas our sins by only darkim be prusa of kama prusa face of night we eat a prusa even though all shabbosim yom tovim we have to have lecha mishnah it has to be whole pesach night it doesn't have to be whole according to the gra there's only two matzahs and literally you're making lecha mishnah and the din on pesach is to have a broken matzah a shleima on pesach according to the gra is a broken matzah most of klal does not is not very to grow but the, 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 definitely the point is that the matter that we're being yoyza that we're, we're putting our words into that matter left only shayin all of our harvest is a broken piece of bread. I heard from Rabbi Salavetik, the friend of Rabbi. He said that the halach ma'anya is really not part of magid. Halach ma'anya is really part of yachad because you break the matter, the child is going to be terrified. Say, whoa, 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 whoa! We don't have now shleimus. No, no. Halach ma'anya da'cholavasana. This is how they ate bread back in the shrine. So really, it's the brother held that it was really supposed to be part of Yaka, it's not part of Magid. Okay, most of our brothers, I think 100% of our brothers, have it part of Magid, so it's part of Magid, but, so we'll talk as if it's part of Magid. So in the Rishonim and the Agodah, the Abu Jaham and the Ritzvah, they explain that Lechem Oni is not because the Masa is a broken piece of Masa. Lechem Oni. Halach Ma'anyu, say Lach Ma'anyu, what's Lach Ma'anyu? So they learn it's not because it's a broken piece, but rather the bread itself is an impoverished bread. Because the amount that you put in is very, such beer minimum, it doesn't get to rise, it doesn't get to, it doesn't have ingredients, it doesn't, it's a very, it's literally a poor bread. It, it has, has nothing in it. It's not matashiri, the opposite of that would be. And the way the Maral, Maral elaborates on this in his, in his Sefer Gurus, which is on, you see it's Mitzrayim, that's what the whole Sefer Gurus is. Maral elaborates and he says it's called Lachamani because because you're not allowed to add anything to it, so it's called lachamani. It's poor bread. Lachma anyo. We say we pointed out. We say this is a poor man's bread. The achalavasana, which we'll get to in a second. The Ramah in Darkei Moshe asked, "How can you say halachma anyo the achalavasana? If your grandfather's ate it, then it wouldn't be here." The Ramah asked that. I'm not, I'm not talking about the Ramah. He says halachma anyo the achalavasana. No, it's not. So therefore, the Ramah says that that when we say 
We have to say the pshat is just like the Tzimtzenet Haman. Herman, this is Herman. Just like the Tzimtzenet Haman was put away. And here we are, Novi, when he took it out, he said, this is like your grandparents' aid when Hashem provided for them. Obviously it didn't, because it's still here. Elamai, it means, you know, like this. So it's not true. You say, Halachmai, it means like this. Frek the Taz. Frek the Taz, I know what you're talking about. But it's Tzimtzenet Haman, at least it's the same exact thing. Meaning they scooped it up then, and they put it away. This was taku what was eaten then. This is plus a shot. The Sarah says, the Tzimtzenes Amon was put away. It was put away, so fine. It was given during those 40 years. It was put away. This was baked in 2023. Hey, I want to talk to What are you talking about? Holach Ma'anya. Therefore, the Taz says, the correct Yerta is, Keholach Ma'anya. This is like the bread our grandparents ate. So some people have the Yerta, Keholach Ma'anya. You open up some Sefer Godel. I think it's like four pages. Keha or ha? All different back and forth. What do you say? Keha or ha? Anybody here have a minute to say keha? Nobody? Nobody says keha. Okay, well, so, halach manu, but actually the tag holds. La halach manu, you have to say keha, like this, like this way. The cowboy in Abu Yuham asked, what does this mean, halach manu, the halach manu, the Arabs of Messiah, they ate this in the land of Egypt, the Chayro, the whole concept of matis was, as we say later on in that Godot, pashas, because, la yachal lezramea. And we got to say the way also land. So that's what we ate this because our grandparents ate this in the time. No, they didn't. They, eat, they on the way out they made, and that's how we eat it. That's what Rambam says later on in the Haggadah. So the truth of the matter is, it's a kasher, like we said, the cold boy in the Avodrama is kasher. But the Ramban and Chumash already bothered by this kasher. I'm still bothered because one of my children came home and said they asked this question in school, and the teacher said it's not a question. Uh, it's a very good question. It's the Ramban's question. It's the Avodrama's question. Hopefully, it's any child's question. And hopefully at this point now it's the adult question. It's not why we eat matzo. So the Ramban and Chumash and Parshish A explains that there's really two reasons for eating matzo Pesach night. One is Zecher to this, that there was Pesach in the morning. We went out and tried with Bichy Pazoin, like Rabbi Gamaliel says. But another thing is because we ate it when we were poor in the time. That's what we ate. Yeah, that, that's the only day. Halach Ma'ani, the Halach time. Even more than that, one of the Rishonim brings down that Rabbi Ram Ibn Ezra, and it's not the same Rabbi Ram Ibn Ezra, when he was in. In, when he was put in jail in India, the food in India was matzo. And he said, now we understand why we eat this, because this is slaves and, and, and prisoners, this is what they gave to eat, because it lasts very long, and it's the cheapest, and it's fast, and it's, you know, it's economical to eat this, and therefore, you know, after you eat that, I'm sure the remembers that it's like a shmaki, other things also. So it keeps, it's takaza, it keeps the slaves, so that's now I have why they talk with the Achol of the Sabbath. I'm sorry, the Mitzrayim made us eat this. So therefore, those are the two things. This foreigner Chumash says a much more big shot. He says because we mishabit to work in the Mitzrayim, five men and five women, and there was no time to wait for those to arrive. Like it was, it was never, it was never shipped. So you didn't have somebody in the bakery or in the kitchen sitting around. So it was in and out. So what's the quickest in and out? You make a dough, you stick it in the oven, you take it out, and you eat it. That was that, that's a we, anybody went to watch matzah baking, an average matzah from the time it's, it's rolled to the time it's done is three minutes maximum it should take. So that's why, that's why the person, uh, uh, that's why they eat that in the trying. Now with the Han rice, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, was kaveh for us to eat matzah lazarus, um, just like we were eating in the trying. In fact, that's the reason why the Ebishim made that we should eat matzah. The Ebishim wanted to put us back in that frame of mind of what it meant to be, to be an Evan. Uh, we go from Abu Yaham explains that's why Moshi Maso and Marar is still Abzus. 
because we're already getting into a little bit of cheres, because I can already decide how I want to eat my matzah, and I can decide how I want to eat my mar. And Shulchan Aruch, we're talking about Like, we're going through a transition. We're going through avdus, matzah and mar is avdus. Kareh is already starting to have a little bit of a balabatah shkite, I'm going right. And Shulchan Aruch is where I'm totally achieving. Now nobody can tell me what to do, I can eat whatever I want, and however I want it, and at whatever pace I want to eat it, I don't have to rush, and I don't have to... This is part of the process of what we're going through. We're literally playing out, going out of the train. The truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, the Beis HaLevi explains, the Beis HaLevi explains that even though, as you say, that we, that we ate that in Mitzrayim. So, if that's the case, we can be talking about, it's the night of the Tzitz Mitzrayim that we ate it. It doesn't have to mean that we ate it as slaves. Because the night of the Tzitz Mitzrayim, we learned last week in the Parish Tachoides, there was a mitzvah to make matzah. The Arab says, well, matzah, had to make matzah. So maybe we ate it in Mitzrayim as a Pesach food. Yeah, but it still doesn't answer the Kassah, says the Beis HaLevi, because we still only eat it, I'll show them to our history, but they come a Says the Beis HaLevi, emerging in the Kuda, this is Kedai Tzadol in general, he says that there's a lot of mitzvahs that were given as chukim, and only later was this gala, the time of the mitzvah. Today we know the mitzvah, but when they ate it in Mitzrayim that first night, it was a chuk, to them it was paraduma. Says the Beis HaLevi, today paraduma is a chuk to us, but there will be a time when we'll say, ah, oh, it's pushes while we do paraduma. Now we know, the whole thing makes a lot of sense. That's what exactly what happened in Mitzrayim. So they ate the matzah in Mitzrayim as a chayk that night. The next morning when they went out, the matzah, the bread became matzah, they were like, ah, that's why. And that's, practically what he says, the achol of the time of Mitzrayim was saying, hal lach ma'anyo, it's practically both three things go together, says the Mitzrayim. It's, it's a mixture of the two things together. The Rambam, in his Nusach of the Agoda, he writes, b'bihilu yotzana in Mitzrayim, hal lach ma'anyo diacholu. He says it clearly. We were rushed out, and this is the bread that we ate. So the Ramam learns it's clearly going on the bread because we were rushed out. The Arab of Mitzrayim means not when we were in Mitzrayim, as we were being rushed out of Mitzrayim, the Ramam learns. This is the bread that we ate as we were being rushed out of Mitzrayim. Again, which is not the process of Arnusah. Arnusah is that this is the bread of affliction that we ate in Mitzrayim. Moving along, Kol Dichvin Yesei V'Yecho. Kol Dichvin Yesei V'Yecho. Those, anybody that needs, should come along and eat, and anybody that requires Yesei V'Yecho should come join us to the Karim Beitach. The Gemara says the sign is on the Chassam Advez. The Gemara says that Rava asked Rafram, um, she told him something about his father Ravuna, and um, I'm sorry, not his father, about his Rebbe Ravuna, and he told him that every time he sat down to a meal, Ravuna, he would say, "Kol dichvin That's what he would say. And Rava says, "I can't say that because I live in a city of Mechiza, and uh, it's very a lot of poor people. The moment I say kol dichvin there's no more food left for me. Now, anybody that knows shots knows that Rava was a gvir adder." And Rava said that he couldn't open the door. So the, the Mepharshim explained to his fall, the Rezbat explained that part of showing our Ashiras, our godless of becoming free, is that we're able to say, like Rafa would every day, and like Rava wouldn't dare to say because he was worried, part of our Kheris says, I can say, and I'm, I'm ready, whoever wants, try me, I, I can handle it. Now, some of us, you know, maybe might muster under our breath, you know, you don't want to, like, really actually have. And there's actually, in some places, the minute was, the Friday's place is another. They used to go open the door. Just like we do by Shrek Hamasko. The Friday's place is go. Kol Dukhvi Yesu Vehechel. It's not a joke. You can't just sit by your table with your door locked, double padded, and you say Kol Dukhvi Yesu Vehechel. It's not for real. Even though this other house in the Kol Dukhvi Yesu Vehechel, but hey, we ran out of time. We're going to have to pick up on Kol Dukhvi Yesu Vehechel next time, Sunday morning, part two.